Welcome to Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. And welcome back to Tax Insights. Jeff, good morning, sir. Good morning, Terry. How are you? I'm doing well. You're always doing well. I am. <laughs> it's a good day to be an accountant, right? Absolutely. Jeff, today we are talking about uh, S-Corporation. We are. So over the last number of weeks, we've talked about small businesses. And as a small business grows, the type of entity should be looked at. You know, when a business is small, it may make sense to, to be a sole proprietor. But as the business grows, you know, you may get some significant tax savings by changing the entity to something, you know, we'll use an example for this episode, an S-corporation. So when does it make sense to consider such a change? I think at the end of the day, if your net income, so your, you know, income after deducting all of your expenses ends up being somewhere around eighty-five dollars to $100,000, that's probably about the time that you should consider being an S-corporation. Because at this level, you know, there's, there can be some noticeable tax savings by paying a lower amount of the self-employment tax. So what do you mean by a lower amount of self-employment tax? Because again, we talked about last week, not a lot of people want to pay high taxes. Right. So if you didn't have a chance to listen to the self-employment tax episode last week, you can just go to our website and go to the CPA HQ section. But as a sole proprietor, you pay tax, you pay a self-employment tax on the entire amount of your net income. So let's say you had $100,000 worth of net income. The self-employment tax would have been $15,300 on that $100,000 worth of income. Now let's say that you changed and you became an S-corporation. An S-corporation, you only pay Social Security and Medicare tax on any W-2 wages that you received. So rather than paying taxes on the full $100,000, you're paying Social Security and Medicare, let's say on $75,000 worth of wages. That would be somewhere around $11,500 worth of tax. And the other $25,000 you would take out as what's called S-corporation distributions. But those S-corp distributions are not subject to the self-employment tax. So that savings could be somewhere around $3,800. So we're talking real, real money at that point. Um, you know, so then what you say is you say, okay, well, if I have to pay self-employment tax on $100,000 worth of income as a sole proprietor, why don't I become an S-Corp and just have zero wages? Right. Then I have to pay zero Social Security and Medicare tax. Right. That's one of the tricks that the IRS really looks into. And so they scrutinize S-Corporation wages paid to officers very closely. Okay. So would changing to an S-Corp also save on your income tax? You know, the savings would be very marginal. So this it really isn't an income tax um, conversation. You're going to have the same basic tax if you were a sole proprietor or an S corporation. But, you know, what you really save is you save on that self-employment tax. Absolutely. Does an S corp add complex complexity? It really does. So this is the point where where I say, you know, you really got to have some tax savings in order to really benefit. When you think about it, you know, as a sole proprietor, you don't need payroll if it's just you. But as an S corporation, even if you're the only employee, you need to do payroll, which means you have to do quarterly reports, payroll reports. You have to do W-2s. You have to do all these things that you have to do when you have payroll added to your system, and that makes for more complication. You also have to file a separate return. As a sole proprietor, you can just file that income and expenses just on your regular return. Pretty easy to do. But as an S-corporation, you have to file a whole nother corporation return. So you have to file two returns. So, of course, there's the excess cost in doing that. It sounds complicated, and it sounds like there has to be so much more to it than than just this. There is. So that's why, you know, in a, in a brief conversation like we're having, 
you know, we can talk about the self-employed aspect of it, but there is a number of things that businesses need to consider, which is always why you want to consult that tax professional like us here at Hawkins Ash. And Jeff, how do people get a hold of Hawkins Ash? So you can reach us on our website, which is hawkinsashcpas.com, and go to the section called CPAHQ. You can follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook. Awesome. Jeff, thank you for your time, and we'll talk to you next week. This has been Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. Learn more online at hawkinsashcpas.com. Hawkins Ash CPAs, part of your business, part of your life.